Welcome to Sidebar. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about sports. Yay! Yay! This is a uh, near and dear to Joe's fantasy football playing heart. I understand, right? You're a you're an avid fantasy football player. And you know, I won my league this last year, so I'm on a hot streak. You know who cares, Joe? You do? Not me. No one. No. People people care a great deal about this fantasy football league I'm in. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we are talking about uh, Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. He of the $156 million contract, one of the highest paid players in all of pro sports. He had a very good season for the Texans last year, and... He's pretty young, too. He's only a couple years out of college, and he is poised to be a dominant QB for a long time. That is until this. he is now under a, what I want to use an ESPN term, a cloud of uncertainty. Oh, wow. He is now facing 22 mm-hmm. lawsuits oh, wow. filed by... These women are mostly mostly physical therapists or sports massage therapists. Mm-hmm. It is pretty Cosby-esque, I'll say, in how each lawsuit kind of outlines this, a similar set of allegations. Mm-hmm. These women are all in the same line of work, and they all kind of involve similar behavior um, from making lewd comments and obscene gestures to uh, the extreme, extremely juvenile behavior of kind of moving his body so the masseuse would touch his penis. Mm-hmm. Forcible kissing. Um, there were some allegations of coerced oral sex. Nothing that's been termed rape, but definitely non-consensual. Mm-hmm in a lot of cases and followed up by threats about ruining careers if they told anyone, but also that he reached out to some other strange details though. They were all very similar, such as that he's, that he's reaching out to all of these women on Instagram Mm -hmm. to set up appointments versus, you know, if you're looking to engage a professional service, you contact, you know, the business Versus right. sending an Instagram DM. Yeah. And so the big one is Plaintiff 15. She she is, this is this is one that's kind of gotten some more attention because there is corroborated documentation, basically, where she contacted her mother and her best friend that day that it allegedly happened and told them and told them what happened. And she has texts later from Watson asking, this is all allegations, mind you, she's a plaintiff in a lawsuit. Mm -hmm. She has texts from Watson asking her if she's okay and him repeatedly trying to contact her and book her for more. It matches up with pretty much every other description, but she reported this to friend and mother. This is corroborated back in May of last year when she knew nothing about any other women or any other complaints and no other women knew about it. This woman was also a licensed physical therapist. What she told, she told Watson that, which did not seem to deter him when he said he needed a massage. She said, that's not really my specialty. I'm a PT. Mm -hmm. So kind of the accusation is he's just 
getting these women in here into private places and then childishly being like, oops, my towel fell mm-hmm. off and now we should, you know, and him coercing women into doing a lot of things they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. They're piling up. I mean, just a, this is Monday, April 5th. And when I was doing some research for this, the Friday prior, there was 20 lawsuits filed and now there's 22. So more are still coming over over the last, over a period of several weeks now, more women are coming coming forward. Mm-hmm. The thing that we'll note so far is that they are all filed as Jane Doe lawsuits. I eventually, we'll learn the ID of them all, unless barring some sort of confidential settlement in all of these cases. But if these cases do go to civil court, I mean, we we would learn the IDs of these women. But that has been a sticking point for Watson's lawyer, Rusty Harden. He's kind of a very famous defense lawyer in Texas. He's he's a heavy hitter. He's represented a lot of a lot of athletes in Texas. He has said that so far they've only been able to piece together what they think is the identity of one of the users who he says he has evidence that this woman was trying to extort Watson for $30,000 after after what the masseuse herself characterized in text messages and whatever as a consensual encounter. These women are all being represented by attorney Tony Busby, who is also kind of a big name in the Texas legal scene. He's And he's also run for mayor of Houston before. He is now uh, refusing to send evidence to the Houston Police Department for a criminal investigation because Rusty Harden has a son who is a commander in the Houston Police Department. Just last week, the Houston Police Department received a criminal complaint mm-hmm. against Watson. So they are opening. So they are opening a criminal investigation. But we don't know if this is one of the same plaintiffs who's filed a lawsuit, who's filed this criminal complaint. And Busby has refused to have his clients help because he's worried that Rusty Harden's son is going to compromise it all. He said that he would send the information to a different law enforcement agency in Texas if asked, but there's a lot going on here. And I think the big thing for me that sticks out, I was reading articles as each lawsuit was filed and each lawsuit kept accusing him of the same pattern of behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really brought, it really brought the, the Bill Cosby situation to mind. Yeah. Like you said, these are all allegations. So we're not taking one side or the other. We're not saying anything is true or is not true. Um, but I, I do see your point about how the, just the amount and the way that it follows a pattern is, does resemble that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot we could talk about with this topic. One thing that I wanted to touch on briefly is the punishments that Deshaun Watson may be facing. We'll leave aside any criminal aspects to this and just yeah there no no criminal charges may come from this investigation we can't say yet yeah exactly so it's a little early to be talking about that but you know obviously he is facing a lot of potential damages in the civil lawsuits being filed as you mentioned andy deshaun watson is a rich man uh he is one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl and he's paid accordingly so he's got a lot of money and you know, like all civil lawsuits that could be uh, targeted in some of these lawsuits that are, are currently being filed and uh, developing in, in Texas. 
But interestingly is he could also face repercussions for his career. Deshaun Watson was not happy in Houston. Uh, he was seeking a trade all of this offseason. And, you know, it's very rare that a quarterback of his caliber gets traded. Usually you you stick with the quarterback, especially if he's a young quarterback and he's been a proven great performer for you. But Deshaun Watson was not happy in Houston, so he has to be traded. That obviously is going to be put on hold because no team wants to be involved while this is going on. We have no idea what's going to happen. And importantly, even if no criminal charges are filed, he could still be facing a suspension, perhaps a lengthy suspension from the NFL. You know, this is true regardless of what happens with, let's say, no criminal charges are ever filed and all the lawsuits quietly go away in settlements or they're dropped or whatever. Regardless of what happens with those, the NFL may still suspend Deshaun Watson. And I can imagine a lot of people thinking like, well, hey, now that's that's not fair. You know, like I said, we're not commenting that he's did or did not do anything. But what I am saying is that if a player didn't necessarily do the thing, that he is accused of doing, the NFL can still take action against that player. And this may seem fairly unfair, but the NFL is a very powerful organization and they negotiate with the players in these player agreements. The players do have a union and a player conduct uh, policy. And it determines what that conduct is. Uh, for example, they have been very harsh. They, they've uh, lessened in recent years, but they were very harsh toward marijuana use for many years. And this included when some states had legalized its recreational use. So if you were a player living in that state, it would have been perfectly legal for you to to use marijuana recreationally, but you could still have lost your job or been suspended over it. And it's similar with these kind of allegations. You don't necessarily have to be found guilty in court of a criminal violation. You don't even necessarily have to be found liable for your actions. The NFL will conduct its own investigation and based on- They have a very strong investigative unit as well too. We'll just say that, yeah. Yeah, no, like I said, they're an extremely powerful organization as you'd imagine from, from somebody with so many billions at stake. And so they'll they'll do their own investigation and they'll determine what they think Deshaun Watson did or did not do and they'll take action accordingly. And this is all perfectly legal for them to do. A player or an employee can be fired for any reason or no reason, uh, just so long as that reason is not specifically prohibited by law. So if the NFL says, look, we don't think anything necessarily untoward happened, but you acted wrongly in the way that you approached PT people. And and again, I'm not saying that this is what happened. I'm just saying they could find this and say, just those text messages alone violated our conduct. And so because of that, you're going to get suspended for X many days. You know, it's an interesting part of employment law because there, we, we have in the criminal justice system, as we all know, innocent until proven guilty. That is not the case for the NFL. Uh, 
they are going to be looking out after themselves, and so they will take into account their own product on the field. They will take into account what the, the organizations themselves feel about it. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but the troubles do not end in court for Deshaun Watson. And depending on what the NFL finds, uh, he could never play in the NFL again, um, which would be remarkable for somebody, again, who's a 26-year-old QB phenom. Um, it's happened before. I'm, this happened to Michael Vick for his his dogfighting. Um it's just one of those things where, the, where if you violate the NFL policy, uh, they, they can really, really hurt your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a pretty broad policy, but I was looking at it earlier today and it, at the very top, it just says everyone who is part of the league must refrain from conduct detrimental to the integrity of and public confidence in the NFL, which is, I mean, yeah, if you've got 22 allegations of sexual misconduct, it's going to take down the public confidence a little bit. And so, yeah, I will be very surprised if this doesn't have some sort of impact on his career in the NFL. Mm. Yeah. No, it's such a great point, Laura. I was going to bring that up too. Cause yeah, that could mean just about anything you want it to mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 22 is a lot folks. Thanks for listening to sidebar from fine laws. Don't judge me. We'll be releasing these every other week between our full length episodes. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at finelawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com.